right? The NHS announces his deal, announces that, you know, people in England have a very limited window to opt out of having their data pooled into this data into this single database and shared. But unlike with the HCA alphabet deal, which is just a business to business deal, right? We can't do anything about it. I'm not a major shareholder in, in Google. I'm not a major shareholder in the HCA healthcare uh, uh, incorporated. So, you know, my voice doesn't mean shit, but because the NHS is a government agency, public backlash matters a lot. And so this is actually a great case where the NHS announced they were going to do this and they were immediately met with like massive public backlash channeled through uh, politicians as well being like, yo, we're getting a lot of calls from our, our constituents. They are not happy about this. And so what they've done uh, with that is uh, the NHS has announced that they were going, after, after all this pressure, they announced they were, they were going to halt the deal for a few months so that they could undertake a fuller review of data, uh, do a data protection impact, uh, a data impact protection assessment, uh, do a fuller review of uh, ethics protocols and privacy measures and security, right? You know, in other words, essentially, like, there is a lot of uh, politicians who were like, what? You didn't tell us you were doing this, right? Like, this is like a unilateral thing the NHS just decided they were going to do. Um, and so, you know, it's not being canceled, but is being paused, which is a lot more than we can say about what's happening with, like, the Alphabet HCA healthcare deal, right? Um I mean this this is a this is an ongoing ongoing story that I'm sure we'll return back to. Um, the FT had a a really good opinion piece by one of their columnists, Brooke Masters, talking about how uh, you know COVID nineteen has opened the eyes of the healthcare world to the promise of artificial intelligence, and with that comes all of these companies, right? Like the in the U.S. alone, the healthcare sector is a three trillion dollar market, right? Mm. Companies want a piece of that. The FT collated data about healthcare AI investment showing that it rose huge sharply during the pandemic. Uh, you know, talking about billions of dollars invested into healthcare AI just in the the year since the pandemic. You know, like Ed was laying out, right? Like these big, big companies like Microsoft and Google getting in on it. And uh, the the this FT opinion uh, lays out, uh, the last paragraph is, you know, I think quite good, it says, quote, the current scramble for healthcare data is cause for concern. Big players have already amassed outsized uh, positions in social media data. Healthcare must be different. If we end up with a few gated kingdoms, we will all be the poorer and sicker for it. And that's really what's going on here, right? Is that uh, these these monopolistic health uh, uh, tech companies, they have one playbook, right? They have one playbook for how to enter markets, and that's to become a gated kingdom to become a monopoly. And that's what they're trying to do with healthcare. And I think the problem here is when these big hospital chains and these, these uh, uh, you know, hospital uh, healthcare agencies like the NHS start seeing themselves as 
just another actor in uh, data capitalization, right? Again, you know, I wrote that fucking paper like a, uh, uh, like a couple years ago when, when data is capital. And I hate it. I, I hate seeing these examples being yeah. now again, where you've literally got uh, hospitals saying, yeah, we're trying to capitalize on data. You've literally got the NHS saying, yeah, we're trying to capitalize on data. Why? Because data is capital, man. That's, <laughs> that's data. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Circular. <laughs> and I, you know, I think it's also interesting because the uh, NHS has been partnering right with uh, Palantir. Palantir's uh, partnership with them has been pretty interesting because Palantir is also partnering with, or has tried to partner with like J- Japanese government for similar moves, right? And even, and I don't know, like stepping back, right? Even when I think, or, or I think maybe a better way to uh, reframe it is like, I think also when people are listening and watching the plans of privatization, they also may think, oh, well, like it is inherent nature of bit large technology firms to privatize healthcare or whenever they're introduced. But actually it's like, it's also largely a, a consequence of Silicon Valley and the technology vision ideology they have about technology that is that comes from technology uh, that comes from silicon valley and is mediated throughout the rest of the world thanks in part because like europe doesn't really have a you know a competitor in te- with silicon valley and also doesn't have its own vision for what technology is going to do what role it should play in society there it's largely content with as it does geopolitically you know being the united states partner or junior partner and I think that you see that here with a lot of the privatization going on. I mean, there are, there are UK firms, you know, getting a cut of the pie and the grift, but it's, it's largely being driven and accelerated at the frontier by American firms, right? Or by firms that in one way or another are singing the American nationalist tune, the tech nationalist tune that's, that's been emerging, right? I don't think it is a coincidence that like you have uh, Google, you have, um, you have uh, Palantir as some of like the largest uh, healthcare partners with the NHS, and these are also two firms that have like, in one way or another, made it clear that they're going to stick their, you know, like they're waving the American flag. They think America is the best society ever, and that they're defending America and by an extension Western values, but that Western values only insofar as they support and advance American, you know, geostrategic primacy i guess right you know it's it's also a similar dynamic to how it's like okay with the with with the original wave of um which the original wave of the uh the bubble fund funded by saudi arabia sovereign wealth fund money you basically have like the welfare state of saudi arabia subsidizing itself through extraction and and emisceration of other welfare states in the in the rest of the world right and then here similarly you have you have a weird, maybe a bizarre version of that where you have the United States healthcare system accelerating its degradation by accelerating the degradation of other healthcare systems <laughs> across the world, <laughs> right? Um, uh, and I mean, and also, I mean, it's degrading the healthcare systems, but it's consolidating the power of the tech companies, consolidating their role in our political economy, consolidating their market position, consolidating their ability to enter new lines of businesses, right? And then that all of in, in and of itself will also accelerate the rate at which they privatize and dominate other lines of businesses, right? It ends. It feels like it ends up becoming an exponential thing, right? Allowing them to dominate one part of the healthcare industry or allowing them to dominate a, a, a linchpin of the healthcare system in one country or another will allow them to 
collapse and undermine the rest of it pretty quickly, right? And then move on to the next domino, the next domino, the next domino. 